This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, good morning, sir. Well, good morning. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Well, it's kind of strange being here. Well, I'm used to being in my jammies. It's strange wherever you are. Well, that is the take, whole point try, of you. I try to take a little strange <laughs> with me everywhere I go. That's the whole point Wait, of Wait, that, that didn't sound right. Yeah. But uh, that's good to be back in the studio. <laughs> hey, Syria, did you hear what he just said? Okay. <laughs> I carry strange wherever I go. Uh, so wow. uh, <laughs> kick me off with something, man. I, I got You know, I got my <laughs> typical stacks, but why don't you get started? Well, I, you know, I'm just loving the uh, Elon Musk AOC thing. I know it's a few days old, but uh, they're still going off on this, this back and forth with... Uh, she tried to be snarky. She thinks she's really. She's one of those people that thinks she's really funny, but she's, she's not. She's not funny. No. She's not. She sucks at it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she had posted some anti, which everybody knew was about Elon. Of course. This just about a week after he buys Twitter, and she tweets. By the way, yeah. she tweets. I try to avoid giving people with massive ego complexes like this the attention. QT's replies they crave and are seeking when I can help it. Alexandria Ocasio, dumbass. Well, she and talks about Elon and billionaires then, well, well, and, and hate crimes that well, are being yeah, spawned by billionaires who right. own these companies and so on. And then uh, Elon basically he, he tweets back, you know, uh, could you please stop hitting on me? Yeah, and then she, I'm real shy. She tweets that, you know, she was talking about Zuckerberg, which right. we all know is bullcrap. Which she took down two minutes later. Right. Because everybody knew it was bullcrap. Everybody knew it was about Elon. But he was playing off of her thing when she went to Florida to go maskless. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said, Republicans are pissed that they can't date me and so <laughs> right, that's right. what he was playing off oh, of. he's yeah, like, yeah, he's like leave me alone that, you don't you know quit flirting with me you that, know i'm shy that's always been his her thing is you know oh stop hitting on me or stop you know right blah 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 right and I, I just think it's brilliant you, you, this guy just everything just slides right <laughs> off him i mean i'm hearing the faa stuff you know uh from from you guys from you and don today and you know i i, I don't think i don't think anything's going to take him down he, he's got a big old target on his back, obviously, but, man, if he could survive freaking Amber Heard, he can survive anything. <laughs> That's kind of how I'm looking at it, man. If so he you could picked survive, up on what I was saying. Oh, yeah. If he could survive that dragon, he can <laughs> survive you. anything. Thank you for picking up on that. Because so, I, I, I did think about that. I brought that up last week. Right. He, th- th- nothing's going to hurt this guy. He lived through Amber Heard. Right. Uh, but, you know, they, they are going to mess with it. Well, sure. You know, the government's going to mess with him. They're messing with him right now with the whole, you know, you, you don't get your permits or the FAA is, you know, slow walking his assessment. Well, these are the SpaceX. people that weaponized the IRS against yeah. conservatives several years yeah. ago. So I, I love what he said uh, to Bill Shatner. And uh, did you hear this? I did not hear uh, this. I missed this story. How did I miss a Bill Shatner story? I don't know, but he he tweeted that uh, Elon is a Dorbs. His <laughs> words. His words. <laughs> Perfect Shatnerian statement. And man. he said, I want you to know that I'm going to stay on Twitter because I think Elon is a Dorbs. <laughs> I, and, I missed this. <laughs> and besides that, I'm trying to pitch myself to be the new face of Twitter. Right. And hashtag ditch the bird. <laughs> <laughs> ditch so, the bird. So he, Elon's response was just, you know, he's, he's just classic. This guy's yeah. great. Yeah. You will always be my captain. You will always be my captain. That's Six words. Perfect. You man. will always be my captain. Captain, my captain. That's perfect. Doesn't get any better now. No, no. I think that's what I like about Elon is, especially like he proved this with the AOC thing as well. But that dude can just string together a handful of words. Donald Trump would barrage you with with verbiage and and would slap slap you upside the head with about you know uh, a million plus words at once. But Elon can has that that rare quality yep. of being able to string together just a handful of words and absolutely make his point. So the Democrats say, we're going to haul him before Congress, oh, and he's yes. going to have to explain wow. what he's going to do with Twitter. Who couldn't see this The coming? answer is none, yeah? Yeah, it ain't going to work. None, yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do, do a big fat none, yeah. In fact, he'll probably hashtag none, yeah. 
Well, I, I, I said last week, he'll go Howard Hughes on him. Well, he should. He'll just sit there and say, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, if he goes before Congress, one thing about that guy is he's always prepared. If he goes to con- he goes into Congress, he's going to know precisely what he can- what he has to say and what he doesn't have to have to say. It's not only that, but he'll run circles around them. They're well, dumb. Yeah. They're dumbasses. They're empty suits. Well, there they are, and they they're- don't they don't know what they're doing by inviting somebody who can actually not go toe to toe with them, but really whip their right. butts. No, they're they're really uh, they don't know what they're doing. A tiger there, <laughs> sleeping tiger, as they say. So have fun with that. Yeah, I, I kind of uh, wish he would yeah. go and and just hand it to him. Right. Well, I think he will. You know? I, I, I absolutely believe he will. So, so it'll be fun TV watching. Yeah. Hey, Tulsi Gabbard was on it again over the weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Um, it was this deal about the whole truth, uh, ministry of truth and everything right, that's going right. on. Which, I, I, it's very real, right? Yeah. And Nina Jankowicz is very real with all the stuff that she put up in the songs. We, You know, Chris has them all. I played them. And the, this whole love of a dead Harry Potter. She wishes Harry Potter would die well, so that great. she can have sex with Harry Potter. That's great. In that's death. Great. Yeah. She, she's playing a dead character in this song. I, I figured her out over the weekend. She's a fame hog. That's all it is. And right. she finally found somebody in Joe Biden who will give her 15 minutes. She's a fame hog. She, she, she formed this group, and she was singing uh, Broadway-type songs, but they were making up words right. to these Broadway. And, and one of the songs is about uh, going, uh, she's dead. She's dead uh-huh. as the singer, and she goes to the bathrooms because those are great peep shows, to go into Excellent. kids' bathrooms in schools because those right. are great peep shows. I, I don't know what the what the left's fascination is with the sexuality of children. Do you have any idea? Well, I, I don't know about that. They're, that they're weirdos is what it is. As, as why as why her, are they all fascinated with the sexuality of children? Well, because they want to normalize certain things. Yeah. Uh, and the only way to do that is to get them when they're young. Yeah. Yeah, it's total grooming. grooming. I mean, it is. Grooming. But, I mean, as far as her, she's, first off, she's 33 years of age. She's, and and I, I hate to sound like an old fart, but I'm going to sound like an old fart. Uh, that's for for a position, just even as described, you know, by by Mayorkas, for somebody at that age who has already who has you know put online her proclivity towards nonsense and and acting like a jerk, you idiocy. know, uh, idiocy and 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 the singing and all that. Why would anybody give such a person? That kind of a uh, kind of a, a, a position, position. Yeah. and 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 it's painfully obvious. First off, she'll do what they want that want her to do uh, without fail. She's she's completely controllable from their point of view. She's not somebody that's going to give them any kind of pushback about anything, and she's going to go after anybody they tell her to go after because she's a thirty three year old moron. Yeah, I you know I, I have a different opinion on that too. Not, not different in, in a combative way. I've got something I can, you can add to that. I really believe uh, a lot of this is going to be distraction, and a lot of this is that they are going to, because I've seen these people work for a long time, Right. dispatch with her so they can keep the agency. In other words, hey, if, if she goes away, then she's the bad, she's the fly in the ointment. We can go ahead and keep the minister right. of truth, because she's the fly in the ointment. She'll be, she'll be sent away. You know, oh, yeah, you're right. She really does kind of stink and suck. Well, let's get rid of her so that we can keep, and, and that justifies keeping the agency. It makes the agency better. And, and you know the morons. They'll go, yeah, okay, good. You can keep it now that you got rid of her. You can keep the, the ministry of truth. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard says this is all on Barack Obama, and I agree with her. <laughs> I saw that right. Because he gave a speech. Scenes. I mean, yeah. he said the government needs to do more. Right, right. I think he's running the whole damn presidency. I think this well, is yeah, show. We, we've said that for a while. I think you it's know. Show. It, it ain't Joe, man. No. Joe ain't running nothing. Right, right. He's running to the bathroom. That's about all he's doing. That's about it. Yeah. So I, I, I saw Tulsi's, uh, what she had said about Obama, and I was like, well, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it, it seems painfully obvious half the administration and after the cabinet are, are Obama holdovers, you know. And that, Biden's a front man. And Biden, Biden's a front. And you know what? He's beginning to suck even at that. You yeah. know? I mean, no, he's, he's really not bad. doing well. It's terrible. So God bless him, yeah. those little boogers. Let's see I, if they pull off their evil plot. You know, one more thing about this ministry of truth. I, I believe it's real. I believe they, they plan on going after white dudes in America. I believe that. Right. But I also believe it's a huge distraction that they, they got it out there now because they knew we'd talk about it. They knew that Tucker would talk about it. They knew that everybody would be focused on on the Sunday morning shows and everything so that we're not talking about the border, not talking about crime. Remember that list I put out of the day one oh, stuff yeah, Republicans yeah. in? Border, crime, gas and groceries, inflation, that kind of thing. And that has rem- this, at least for the weekend, this ministry of truth 
removed all of that from the spotlight. I, I don't know. I'm kind of back and forth on the wag the dog stuff with this particular crowd. And, and the only reason I say that is they appear to be very reactionary. They don't appear to be a very deep crowd that, that thinks on a multidimensional platform. I, I, I don't, I've always been kind of torn with this particular crowd as to whether or not it's all part of some evil plot wag the dog well let's throw this out there so that they're talking about that or if they're really just that stupid and and i i i hate to i, I have could, to admit i, I tend to think above. they're really just that stupid I, I i really think they're only their they're natural reaction to the twitter elon musk thing was wow we gotta oversee this it really feels more like a genuine reaction on their part because they, they've been stumbling ever since they got into power well, what they don't want and what they can't have, because all the polling points in this direction, they can't have people in the media talking about inflation, gas and groceries, right? They can't have people talking about the border because those are all negative, net negatives for the Democrats. So let's toss this thing out here, and it derails the whole conversation. It, it takes the conversation does, in a different direction. It does, but it's such a, an incredible negative, though. Oh, I know. It's that, such an incredible negative that's on why their I say side. It could be everything that you just mentioned, because they're, they're so dumb that they replace what they're trying to get the attention off of with something else that's you know, just as inflammatory. Well, that's why I tend to think I don't know if it really is that that deep. I, I really maybe think that they... I, 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 what, what you see, especially from when you're talking about teachers and teachers' unions and those folks, uh, is that uh, uh, they, they, they think that they're so freaking smart that average black people hating rubes like you and me and the general public of the of, of America are that stupid that they can talk in incredibly uh, uh, educate sounding language, and most people won't get it. But people do, and I think that routinely mystifies them. And I think they really are, are genuinely surprised that people glommed on to this business of, with Homeland Security as deeply as they had. I, I really think they're a bunch of dumbasses stumbling <laughs> that, through all no this. Doubt I really about do. That. It starts at the top. There's no yeah. doubt. Yeah. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up for you in just a minute over at Alamo Water Softeners. Get $1,500 off. Select top-of-the-line whole home bundles right now for a limited time while supplies last. Now, it's all about Alamo Water Softeners providing San Antonio area families the highest quality of water treatment systems anywhere. It's not just softening your water. There's so much more that goes into protecting your family and protecting your home and that's exactly what alamo water softeners is about and for the month of may you can save up to fifteen hundred dollars when you purchase a select top of the line package and uh, more details are available with your friends over at alamo water softeners make an online appointment today with one of alamo water softeners whole home specialists you get a free water analysis there's absolutely no obligation whatsoever and recommendations too that are customized for your home and for your family take advantage of this bundle price at Alamo Water Softeners, and during the month of May, you can save up to $1,500. Complete whole home coverage, protection for your family from harmful contaminants that just might be in your water. Alamo Water Softeners, find out more right now at alamowatersofteners.com. Well, today, AccuWeather, windy this morning, cloudy and humid, 85, and then tomorrow, mostly cloudy, warmer, and 91. Right now. Say and FM 107.1. Republicans are criticizing your decision, the administration's decision to choose Nina Jankowitz to lead this disinformation board. They say she is not somebody who is neutral. Your response? Eminently qualified, a renowned expert in the field of disinformation. Absolutely so. But see, Dana didn't ask her, didn't carry on to say, ask him, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, how? What? What makes her well, eminently qualified? What are? What? What's her background? She has none, by the way. He you couldn't produce it. Well, he she's just, a white chick. She was eminently. <laughs> she. He said eminently qualified. Is yes, that I, enough for you, Trey? Yes, I. You just hate women. I should just. Uh, I should just go along with that. Shouldn't you I? should. You just hate women. <gasps> Alejandro said it. It must be true. It must be true. He's, they don't follow up questions. He doesn't lie. What are you asking these people to do? He doesn't lie. He, he doesn't lie. Truth. He told. He said she's eminently qualified. Okay, so fine. I'll. She's I'll got eminence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 
What else do you need? What else do you need? Well, if man? you got eminence, you got everything that you need. We, we all see a 33-year-old idiot, but he, according to him, she's eminent. Well, you know, she's very good at disinforming people. Oh. First off, there's no such freaking word as disinformation. It's right. misinformation. I'm so sick of hearing that. Yes. Secondly, she's, she's, she's eminently good at it because yeah. she's put out a lot of misinformation. Over the span of her dinky little career. Well, so that the brings trollop. me to something that came out over the weekend. And I asked the question this morning, where is Biden's uh, ministry of truth? That's what we call <laughs> it, ministry yeah. of truth. Transgender Assistant Secretary of Health, Rachel oh, Levine. Oh, God, yeah. A boy. Oh, God. A boy, a man, wearing yeah. girls' it's clothes. Dude. It's a dude. He likes to wear chicks' clothes. and You know, younger chicks' clothes. Yeesh. Sparks fury by claiming all pediatricians, all means all. It's yeah. not a handful. It's not yeah. one or two. That's every pediatrician on planet Earth agree on gender-affirming care, <laughs> despite doctors' warning against chemical castration puberty blockers that have been linked to infertility. My point is uh, two points. First of all, I can line up enough pediatricians and do a four-hour show with enough pediatricians to dispute what she or he is saying. Right. Well, yeah. Right. That I can have them all come on here and tell them, tell you how bad puberty blockers are for children, and uh, and how kids commit suicide after they do this to these kids. Right. right. Uh, so I can line up the one. So already she's lying. So my big question this morning was, where's the ministry of truth on this one? Absolutely well, a non-truth. Again, you know, uh, Richard. Sorry, uh, Richard. <laughs> Richard. Levine. He's one of them. So he, he can only be right. So if he said it, it must be true. All Look, pediatricians. In Great Britain, gender dysphoria is, is considered a mental... Actually, according to the... Uh, the uh, I'm trying to think of the big... The Association of Psychiatrists, the big organization of mental health uh, folks all around the globe, <laughs> yep. in Europe and in America, consider gender dysphoria a mental freaking illness. They have banned these puberty blockers over there in the they European have. Union. They've banned them. They you can't have. use them so, on children. I saw that last night. I guess he was on NPR. Some, of course, he was on it. And, he, and, I, and I'm like, you're, you're lying out of every silly orifice of your body and right. all the ones you don't even have. Right. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's one of them, dude. He's one of them. And as long as he says it, right. it must be true. Yeah. But, and, and let's say one more. Let me say one more thing about, uh, about Mr. Levine, okay? Uh, you just said it, okay? Not only does he dress like a woman, he dresses like a younger woman. You know, dude, that doesn't work for older chicks either, okay? No. It certainly doesn't work for you, uh, all right? Uh, older chicks who try to dress like they're <laughs> Miley Cyrus, you know, it's really horrible. And the fact that you're a fat dude and you're trying to dress like Miley Cyrus is even worse. Our, so stop. Uh, our wives call it age-appropriate. Age-appropriate. So the really tight, Buffoon. skinny blue jeans with yeah. the rhinestones on your ass don't work when you're nearing well, as Don would say, damn near 60. Damn near 60 years of age. That's right. So, Richard. Levine, And yeah. I, I really don't care if he wears girls' clothes. No, you know, that's his care. deal. Uh, he, he can wear makeup and all that, you know. Right. It, it just makes him an ugly woman. But uh, he, can, he can do that if he wants. My only issue has always been trying to make me, forcing it on me or children. Yeah. Don't force it on me or children. I don't care. Freaking pronouns aren't my responsibility. I don't care. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up for you here on KTSA Window World. Window. I had a friend ask me about windows this this past weekend. Uh, A friend of theirs, uh, elderly lady that they they help, uh, needs some new windows for the house. I said, let me know, and I'll get Martin over there to take care of this situation and and give a great estimate. And, you know, the estimates from Window World and and what you pay from Window World are typically 20 to 75% less than the comparable competitors. Why is that? Why why does it cost less money at uh, Window World? Well, because volume pricing. They sell more windows than anybody else, and that includes the big box stores. When you sell more windows than the big box stores, then you can charge a lower price. And, of course, at Window World, they have industry-leading warranties as well and certified master installers to do a great job for you at windowworldtx.com. And on the phone... At 210-767. The president may be trying to laugh this off, but our latest poll with the Washington Post does show that with six months to the midterms, the president is facing a very real host of serious challenges. His approval rating is still underwater, just 42%. Hey, let's talk about that for a minute. Let's get into that. Let's get into that. Juan Williams wrote a piece for The Hill today. Biden gets no respect. That he's suffering voter discontent. None of it is his fault, says Juan Williams. <laughs> no. None of it. Shocking. 94% of Americans are concerned about inflation. 
and they overwhelmingly trust Republicans to handle it. I got to tell you, Sean, this number is more like one hundred percent because it's a Washington Post ABC News uh-huh. poll. So they shaved about six sure. off of it, right? So it's a hundred percent of people are concerned about inflation. Overwhelmingly trust Republicans to handle it. And by the way, they cite again, once again, that that day one list that I've been putting out over and over again that the Republicans need to have ready to go. Uh, Rasmussen says most Americans say high prices have forced them to change their eating habits. They're going to less of the uh, known brands, and they're going more with the you know generic generic type stuff. Or they're just not buying it at all right. at this point. I don't need it. It's a hill country world, man. Yeah. Uh, well, and it, I think what's significant, and I saw this on Breitbart, it's an NPR and Marist poll, that he, the thing is he's losing, and this is, I think, why the Democrats are scattering like cockroaches. He's losing a lot of communities they're used to having. Uh, 52% of Latinos, according to an NPR poll, uh, so, you know, let's assume it's a little higher, 52% of Latinos say they're probably going to vote GOP uh, next few elections. Uh, 50% of 45-year-olds, uh, they're losing uh, the demographic of the young people, 18, I think, to 29, uh, which is another community of folks that they always kind of depended on or just assumed they would get the vote. Uh, yeah, his overall approval rating is at 41%. And I, again, this is an NPR poll, so it's more than likely in the 30s. It is in the 30s. It is. It's like 31 or 32 yes, or something sir. like that. So it, it, they can't, look, when they can't shave or add to their own polls enough to make him look good, it's kind of like, uh, you know, we need to out-cheat them in, in November. It's the same thing with the polling. The polling is so bad that they can't screw with the numbers enough to make him look good. It's that low, well, basically. And that's that's why they're importing voters the way that oh, they're yeah. importing voters as much as they can. And by the way, that's going to increase whether Title 42 goes away or not because a lot of the cartels and the coyotes, they know November 8th is coming. Oh, yeah. And if the Republicans take it over, the Republicans are going to make moves to try to shut the border down. And so they're going to try to get as many people in here as they can. Hispanics, America's largest minority voting bloc in 2020, he carried 61%. But the recent polling is showing now with Hispanics, he's at 26%. (laughs) And again, (laughs) the economy, gas and groceries, crime, immigration, socialism. See, a lot of these, a lot of the Hispanics came from Cuba, Venezuela. Right. And they don't want, they don't want America turning into what they just came from. Look, most of the Hispanics I know freaking hate illegal immigration. They hate it. Well, they hate socialism. And they hate socialism because they can't, you know, they're they're second generation. Their parents came from there. So, you know, they're really screwing it up as far as their their expected communities and expected votes. And that's where I tend to think that they're just stumbling through this whole thing. They might be. Here's another one. 30 million voting age African Americans, 92% who voted to pull the lever for Biden in 2020, only 69% support him now, according to a recent CNN survey. A new Quinnipiac poll put uh, black support for the president at 58% and 20% strongly disapproving. Uh, These are blacks now. Black urban communities across the nation beset by social ills run by democrats for decades and they haven't paid off rising crime failed schools these are all things that they are mentioning well, is why they don't neighborhoods that are being torn up by crime not only that but and they mention this biden is also taking the people that are coming into america and a lot of a lot of them that are criminals and they're taking them and putting them in the black neighborhoods <laughs> and so but they're not racist, right? No, no. There's nothing racist well, about that. Well, I mean, as we've said all along, he needs the votes in right. certain areas, so he's taking them, putting sure. black, and, and, and in these black neighborhoods, they're going, why are you bringing cr- more crime into my neighborhood? I got oh, enough yeah. already. I yeah. don't need any more. No, it's awful. So, uh, let's see here. Um, you do realize, said uh, radio host Charlemagne the God, telling, you do realize that a lot of la- uh, black people feel like Democrats kept no promises since they got into office, including Joe Biden. So, and, and here's one more thing that the, the black community is saying to the president. The seismic shift is cultural. It's not political. Our, meaning black, cultural roots are faith, family, education, not the crap we see today, end quote. It's the same with the Hispanic community. Yes, it is. It's absolutely the same. So, you know, they're, they're really in the soup here. Mm-hmm. And again, they didn't see, the fact that they didn't see this coming, I really don't, I really still believe that they didn't think Biden would be this bad. 
and that their agenda would be this detrimental to their overall cause. It just sound it feels like a stumble fest, and now they really don't know what to do because who do, who do they have? Well, who do they have? They're bringing out the boss, the real boss. He's making more appearances, and that's Barack Hussein Obama. Well, sure, they're but bringing I mean, him out. You know? As far as somebody they can actually run, oh, who do they have? They have Michelle. Michelle Obama. I you know I don't. I'm just telling you what, the, what shows them in the polls. Uh, right. When, when, when Democrats are asked, you know, uh, in fact, we had a poll last week that showed, you know, Joe at 18% among Democrats, Kamala is at like 2%. <laughs> anybody else was at 28%. Right, right. And Michelle Obama is always in that anybody else category. They always mention her name. Always. Right. Democrats do. I, I don't think she'd win anything. I don't know. but I'm, I think she's you know. very disliked by the very same communities we're, we're talking about. She might be. Because she reinforced a lot of the same uh, platitudes that uh, uh, are, are kind of empty promises and sort of a pointless hatred of America and a pointless hatred of white people. And I, I don't, that may work with the BLM crowd, but yeah. I don't think the BLM crowd speaks for the entire community oh, at no. all. Well, I think BLM's in a whole lot of trouble anyway. Oh, they are. You know, I think this investigation, well, there's <laughs> numerous investigations that have been launched. But to me, in my thinking, that was a summer of extortion because they went to these companies and they got a ton of money out of these companies. And then the top echelon of that organization kept all the money. And bought mansions and went on trips and all that kind of stuff. That's what this investigation is about. Sure. And, if, and if that tr- proves out to be true, all these companies that wrote billions, not millions, but billions of dollars to that organization, and all these people that pocketed that money allegedly and went on these trips and bought these mansions <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, I would be very, I'll be shocked if people don't go to jail. I mean, talk, talk about well, people yeah, involved. Yeah, but I, I think also the per- the perception. I think uh, it's kind of like Will Smith smacking. Uh, uh, oh, I just went Chris Rock on, on the Oscars. Okay, it's the first black produced Oscars, right? And and what happens? They, uh, they go hood. All of a sudden, there's a fight that breaks out, and the f bomb going back and forth makes them look very makes the whole community look really bad. It really does. And the whole community, one of the people, a lot of folks who reacted poorly to that were blacks. Were saying, "What the? What are you doing?" So it's kind of like BLM. Yeah. They're talking about how we're here for you and we're here to, you know, balance the scales and go after Whitey and all this. And what do they do? They buy themselves freaking mansions. Well, yeah. In a sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, it yeah. really bottoms out the, the whole movement. Yeah. It's kind of like the dude that the Rittenhouse uh, shot, the skateboard man up, yeah. in, uh, uh, up there in Wisconsin. Uh, the city council last week tried to name a park after Skateboard Boy. I know. To I honor him. Right? But these are white liberals, essentially. But my point that, is, that stuff there up. was such a backlash, they had to shut yeah. down the meeting and do away with the idea. <laughs> so you're right. You know, There's a big pushback that's going on. And with Elon and DeSantis and everything, DeSantis is doing incredible things in Florida with yeah. Disney, and, and it's spreading across the country. Got a story here. Since he did what he did with Disney, making them pay their fair share and all that, there's a lot of CEOs. It was in the Wall Street Journal of the weekend. A lot of CEOs are now looking and saying, you know, maybe wokeism isn't where we need to be. It's not a good plan for capital. You know, if you're in, if you're in to make a profit and survive, and survive. Because see, I think they all mar- thought it would be a great product, and I thought they thought that this will protect them somehow, and it's having the opposite effect. People sniff wokeism right now in any given corporation. What do they do? They don't use that. They don't buy the product. They don't go to the park. They don't uh, use the service. It's what I'm doing. It's, it's a business killer, man. It really is. It's exactly what I'm doing. It's the same with movies. Any movie that comes out that has uh, the woke stuff in it, uh, people don't. They drop it. They don't stream it. They don't go to the theater. And you know, here's how. Just my personal opinion. You know, if you want to dress in a dress and wear makeup, go ahead. Care. But don't try to tell me that I have to believe your lie. Uh, you know, Rachel Levine is a dude. Rachel Levine was born a guy, will always die, will die as a guy, will always be a guy. If that's what Rachel Levine wants to decide to be as a woman, then go ahead, but don't say to me or my children in school that we have to believe your lie. But if you want to do it, fine. I feel the same way about corporations. If you want to do that, fine. But don't be shoving it in my face every time I come to your park or buy your product because I can always choose not to. Well, you know, the greatest act of free speech in america really in a sense is where you do or don't spend your dollar you in a sense you right. know and uh uh, uh I, 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 the, the vibration to me feels very much like 2016 except even more so the vibration and why what the vibration that donald trump rode into office 
was people are sick of it. More so. Whatever it is, people are just sick of it. And it's not just white people, white straight people. And there's that vibration now that the Democrats are just full of crap. If you're black or you're Hispanic, they've never done a damn thing for you except use your vote. People are looking at the border and they're going, "What? What? You know what? Yep. You, you want us wearing mask? You want my five-year-old wearing a freaking mask? But you're letting hundreds of thousands of people in every single stinking. People are waking up. You want to talk about woke? That's the new woke. I heard from a war veteran the other day who took a trip, you know, down south. Uh-huh. He's gone out of the country. He had to test in order to get back in the country. Now, this guy has got picked up arms and right. fought for the freedoms of this country. Right. He has to test <laughs> in order to c- come back to America, his own country that right. he fought for, while the border's wide open and nobody's testing down there. Well, simultaneously, they're shaving funds away from the uh, VA to right. uh, provide medical care right. for these Sending doctors down there. In. So, yeah. Between now and November, man. Yeah, let's see what happens. Right, it, it, it's, it's going to get very ugly. I hope, but you know the whole tide. And you're right about the vibrations shifting and becoming more like 2016. I remember in 2008 when Barack was elected. I was so down. I stood at my wife's door of her office and I just said, "I can't believe this guy was elected. I don't know why." Blah, 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 blah. And she said, "Don't worry. She, he just got a, rep- a strong Republican or a strong conservative elected. That's that's what just happened. And sure enough." Donald Trump. Well, yeah, I don't Barack think Obama had, got Donald I don't think you would have had Trump without Obama. You got it. And so I think what's going to happen is Joe Biden is so bad, and the Democrats in Congress are so bad, we're going to get a Ron DeSantis or somebody's going to come fix it. Yeah, the, I, the pendulum. I, I was watching him on Laura Ingram on the town halls, a couple of town halls she did, and I'm like, there's the next president, that oh, guy right that's, there. That's my man. That guy. That's my president. He's going to be president someday. Yeah, my president right there. he got good hair. Uh, we'll do a break. Come back. What day is it anyway is coming up next. Uh, Pecos Fence Company. I can tell you they're the best in Texas when it comes to fencing of any kind. When you've got a, a fence issue that you need to deal with, whether it's on your ranch, which can be several hundred acres, or whether it's a quarter-acre track right here in San Antonio with your home. You call the best in Texas at Pecos Fence Company, and they'll deal with all of it. Cedar, uh, privacy fencing, chain-link fencing, ornamental steel, they do it all. i uh, got a neighbor who just put in a pool, and, you know, because the city rules are you got to have a fence around that pool, and a smart rule is that uh, he, he put a fence up, but it was one of these ornamental steel fences. looks gorgeous it really is great well pecos can do all that work for you and then stand behind their work they got more than 60 years experience in the fence building and fence repair business free estimates always too at pecos fence company the best in texas 210-655 extraordinarily important endeavor i'll call you back i have to help these guys where in rima seven till nine news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 and of course she's eminently qualified uh, eminently uh, 807 it's where in rima trey where's on rima ktsa what you got well first off she reminds me of a certain ex-girlfriend i have and she was also nuts and that that chick that jankowitz chick is nuts everybody reminds you of your no, nutty no, no. because we had that no, discussion no, on friday no, no, just her no i didn't oh. date too many psychos but okay. i did one from california yeah Fairly soon after the divorce, right? I thought there were two or three because nah. one you introduced to Chris and uh, what? Uh, introduced yeah, to Chris? Yeah, because he was asking. You were asking Chris. Remember her? And he said, "Yeah, I do." Oh, well, he never met her. It was I met oh. her online. Okay, but she was uh, she was nuts, and she had that same look. And she was one of the few nut jobs. Most of them, most of them were crazy, but they were crazy in a good way. Yeah. All right, but she was you know freaky psycho, and I see that look in Jankowitz's eye, freaky psycho. Mm. She does TikTok videos of herself singing like Mary Poppins while talking about dead Harry Potter. And she she dresses up as guys and says that men are uh, against women online. Of course. I hate women online. Yeah. And that the Violence Against Women Act needs to be expanded to include online. Of course. If you harass a woman or you say something about a woman online that she doesn't agree with, it's as if you raped her is what she said. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. You raped her her online. She's nuts. Mm -hmm. See, I think we need to open up. We need to expand the the parameters of mental health and, and get back to a place where some people have depression. Some people have very serious mental health issues, and I'm not downplaying that at all. But some people are just blanking nuts, and she's blanking nuts. That's true. And now she's going to hold sway over your speech and mine. She's a fame hog. She's, well, she's that, for, obviously. For years, yeah. she did this uh, whole you know Broadway song. That one right there that Chris was just playing, one I found. And uh, it's her singing about she wants Harry Potter. She's dead in the song. She's <laughs> right, dead. Right, right, right. 
and she wants to have dead sex with Harry Potter. She right. hopes that he dies so she can uh-huh. she can uh, discover the mystery between his you know that's great yeah not between his well ears. it's because she's blanking nuts yeah. and and there there ought to be a place where we sell, send the Amber Herds and the the Jankowitzes and. They can uh, be nutty to each other. Amber Heard is going to testify starting beginning Yippee! today. Today, oh, yeah. And yesterday, she <laughs> fired her PR staff. Oh, of course, oh, she's blanking nuts as well. Somebody else's fault. Somebody, of course, because psych- for psycho chicks, it's always somebody else's fault, and usually it's yours, Mister Man. So you know, it's it's it should be an exciting week. Another celebrity story that I want to bring up, and this it's bigger than this. What's going on here is bigger than the story. And I had uh, brought this up last week. You know, I'm a big Bill Murray fan. I, I, I didn't like the earlier movies. I like when he kind of went art house. Uh, but Bill Murray uh, was uh, doing a movie called Being Mortal. Uh, it was shut down. Production was shut down because he, it is alleged that he engaged in inappropriate behavior with a female coworker, an actress. Uh, and he was talking to CNBC. Uh, he was uh, at uh, he's a shareholder in Berkshire, whatever the hell that is. I don't follow stocks, so he's he was at some big investor convention type thing, and uh, they asked him, you know, uh, because he's a major shareholder about this story and what he thought. And remember, I said I hope it's something where he was just being Bill Murray the way he's always been Bill Murray, and somebody took it wrong. Basically, I said that I think last week or whenever we brought up this story. And uh, that's apparently what he's saying, that, you know, I did something I thought was funny and it wasn't taken that way. And he went on to say that uh, he, his people are in talks with the actress's people. They're not involving the studios as of yet. Blah, 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 blah. And I, you know, this stuff I thought was funny when I was a little kid and now it's not so funny. Blah, 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 blah. And I was a little disappointed. And I'll tell you why. I think we need because Dan Aykroyd actually you want to bring up old SNL guys did the same thing. We said, well, you know, things aren't. Uh, you got to be more sensitive these days about what people consider funny and what they don't. Bullcrap. You know what? We got to get over this. We got to stop acquiescing. We got to stop giving in to this whole woke thing. And I, I guess I would have respected him more. Now I know he's got a movie deal in the works, but I would have respected him more if he just said, "Yeah, I said something. She took it wrong, and now here we are." Not that, well, you can't do certain things or say certain things to people anymore the way you used to. I, I, I just, th- th- this whole thing is, is making me cringe as far as what people of today and the young people predominantly of today consider to be offensive or not offensive. I'm so sick and tired of having to be concerned with it. I'm not actually concerned with it myself in my own purview, but watching folks who 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 basically made their bones, who made who made their place in entertainment history by being freaking offensive, by being offensive and doing offensive humor, and those guys now are starting to fold to this stuff. Now, yeah, I'm taking it a little far because we are dealing with a one-on-one situation on the movie studios, production's been shut down and all that crap. But I guarantee you when it comes out what he actually did, I bet you it ain't nothing. I bet you it's no big freaking deal. Well, we don't know. We don't know, we but don't I, I'm know. just saying I'm rolling a dice here that that uh, when we actually do find, and we will at some point find out what he did. You might be right. You know, I, I'm just, I'm but, sick of it all, but, man. But, but if he grabbed her boobs... While I, she was I, asleep, I don't think he. I understand. He but, actually said, "I did." Well, I did something I thought was funny. No, right? I, I understand. But um, Al Franken gave the same. Remember, he gave the same excuse. I thought it was funny. It was a joke. Ha ha ha! Remember right. the, the the radio personality, whom my next door neighbor is really good friends with. She was asleep in the military garb. Al Franken right, put his that. hands yeah. on her boob. They took her boobs, and they took a picture. And he was smiling, and he said. I thought it was funny. I'm a comedian. I'm right. a funny guy. I thought I was doing a funny thing. Well, you know, she didn't think she didn't think having her boobs grabbed while she was asleep was all that funny. Well, and I, I understand that, but he. I'm Bill, not saying Bill, Bill Murray, Murray did anything. No, I'm just, right. He has no record hmm. of being sexually inappropriate. No, no, no with I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Well, he I, has a record of being a jerk. What I am saying is <laughs> that's true. He has a record of being a jerk. If it was a if it was merely vocal, then yes. But you know, if he put his hands on somebody and he thought it was a funny thing that he was doing, you know, there's uh, there, there can be a case that can be made. 
Well, and, and I, I, I might be more sensitive to that than most because I got two grand girls growing up in this world, and I want them to be to, well, yeah, to have the got, respect from Bill Murray or sure. Al Franken or Sean Reimer or anybody else. I, I want them to have that that kind of respect too. And well, I'm not I, saying we ought to be wusses or wallflowers no. or fall apart at it because I'm like you are. No, I'm going to be me. But at, by the same token. There's got to be a level of respect out well, there, so I don't know what he does. Certainly, they there does. But if you look at Al Franken, he had a track record of inappropriate, sexually inappropriate interactions with, with women. Is yeah. that right? And he's always trying to get photographs taken. He's got his hands all over him yeah. and stuff like that. That goes know. back years. I'm just years. calling it one case. Right, I'm, that goes I'm, back years. Okay. Bill Murray has none of that. Well, there's also... He, again, he has a record of just speaking his mind. Sure. And I, I, again, I suspect that's what happened. Well, you might right. be right. I don't, the deal is, I don't know. We don't, we don't really know what no. he did. And he didn't say, you know, here's what I wish would have happened in that CNBC interview. Berkshire Hathaway is the Warren Buffett deal, right? Oh, right, so, right. so, you know, right. he was, he was being questioned by people that he has a bit of a responsibility to. Sure. In that, as being an investor and a shareholder there, they wanted to know what, hey, what's going on here? Um, if even if he is verbally abusive to people, that's not an atmosphere that people should be should should have to live in either, right? Uh, I I think we have to be a little bit more precise how we define that line because oh, sure. it's so open right now. I agree. And you talk about sexual harassment. My wife and I had this comment last week that have to be sexual. If you, well, if you go back in time, what people did on the in in the workplace by anybody's standards right. was bad right and it was it was uh, all over the place oh man and my wife experienced it yeah, and sure. she'll tell you sure well, As, all, all women did who were in the right, right, back then. right so no i don't think that that's right and appropriate and there's a lot of things that i would obviously never do around female co-workers but, but i have been, and i'm no wallflower and i'm no baby but i have been subjected to verbal abuse it's happened to me right and and i don't think that anybody should have to live with verbal abuse in the workplace i don't think anybody should you know i think it, that depends on what it is well yeah of course it does yeah. of course yeah. of course but if he is uh you know <laughs> mfing you know whatever to somebody you know over and over again berating them belittling them and he's in a position of some sort of rank above that person or even if he's a co-worker there's no reason anybody should have to put up with that and you shouldn't I mean, it, again, what, it depends what, on what it is. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, I was verbally, verbally berated by a boss once. It was the best damn thing that ever happened to me because he put me straight and he got me, uh, he, he gave me a whole new way of thinking. Sure. And he said, blank your life, you little punk. Well, that, no, but and that's that was different. a great thing. So, but, I mean, as far as somebody's opinion, I mean, I think if Bill Murray says anything to you on a movie set, you ought to be thankful for it to, well, me, to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I just, I, we, we, I, I, I understand sexual harassment. Yes, I get it. And I pretty much believe sexual harassment. Now, if you're an underling and a boss tells you you're a piece of crap every single day of your life, it's, that, that, that's, you just said, that's different. You if just said every single day. Behavior, that's if what it I, happens one time, no. If it's a pattern of behavior where it's just, I'm a piece of crap, I'm a piece of crap, see, I'm a piece of crap. And that's my point. You shouldn't have to leave your job just to get away. You have always have a choice to leave a job to get away from. But you it. shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't to. have to. If, if that somebody guy should be fired. If, if somebody is is verbally berating you, belittling you, you know that kind right. of thing, uh, then no, they should be forced to leave the job. And maybe that's what happened in the Bill Murray instance. He does, like like you said about Al Franken. I didn't know Al Franken had a, a track record. Yeah, a track, yeah. yeah. He, he didn't. But we know Bill Murray's had a track record of verbally berating of people. Of being a jerk. He told Lucy Lewis she couldn't Verbally act. berating people. Right, right. And so if he's got that track record and he has been verbally berating somebody on that set and the producers went, that's enough. I, for, is my understanding that it was an ongoing thing during this one production yeah. because they had told him before knock it off and then they ceased production he did it again after they told him knock it off and then he they ceased production for a little while right. just a short like eight days i think it was and they came back at the production, and he did it again and that's when they said over we're done and right. they just canceled the entire production well it'll which be i don't think they should have done it'll it be interesting to see what it is right and, and hopefully we will find out at one point because i'm a big bill murray fan yeah and you know i Again, it's 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 a, such a, a thin line because I've known people over the years who were famous or whatever, you know, uh, or very well known, and were were very uh, how do I say it? Could say really offensive things or or whatever, and and there are certain people that I've learned to 
Well, that's just who they are, and that's how they talk. You know what I mean? And and I think for some people, the the idea of being brutally honest is a good thing. Yeah, oh. and I think I think that we need more of people being brutally honest. I'm not arguing that point. Abusive behavior, yeah, again, is pattern. I, it's, I am not it's, arguing it's, that point. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I'm looking at the totality I, I, of, of his career right. and what people have said about him, and if he is not just being sexually abusive, there's no no proof of any of that. It is him berating people, and if he was doing that and people took an offense to it, if he was consistently right. doing it, and they told him, knock it off, we're ceasing production now, knock it off. They told him like three times, cut it out. Um, you know, you you and I probably wouldn't make it three times around here if we did that around here. Well, no, we wouldn't make it twice, yeah, I doubt it. You know, right. but uh, knock it it, off it's pretty, you know. I, I just, I, I do think the world would be a better place if we were all brutally honest with each other. Yeah, that's good. I honestly believe that. I agree with and that. And sometimes that means you got to hear crap you don't want to hear. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and so there is a line there that we're kind of on a tightrope with as far as what is abuse and what is just being honest that's or right. being who you are. That's, that's why we're operating with only, we're at a deficit now. I wish he would have said what it was on CNBC so we really comment from a position yeah. of, of oh, knowledge yeah, yeah. on it. But, okay, he said this. That shouldn't, that's not a problem. You but, know, but, that's a, you're a wussy if, that's, if that bothers you. But right? it, it elevates, but even not knowing, it, it brings us to the conversation of what is appropriate and what's not appropriate. Right. Oh, for sure. Which is something that especially guys like you and me have to worry about, you right. know, because, I mean, essentially, I say crap on the air every day. I couldn't say in the hallway, well, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, there and, and I'm a little more sensitive to it as well, like with the Naomi Judge story over the weekend. There people, well, I'm not going to make fun of that, but yeah, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not talking about you making fun of it. I'm talking about somebody who is vocally, verbally abusive to somebody. And mm. you never know if you're being verbally abusive to a Naomi Judge. Somebody who is suffering through that kind of thing, through no fault of their own. And apparently that's been going on with her it right. went on for years and years and years. And she wrote a book about it, you right. know, 2016. She talked about how she couldn't sure. get off the couch right. and those kinds of things. Uh, I'm not saying we should, be, we should be wallflowers and we should suck ourselves up or we should lie to people. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I'm not really commenting that much on Bill Murray until I know exactly what he did, right? Because we don't know what he did. Uh, but I do know that if you're verbally abusive to somebody, then yeah, you need to you need to be on a consistent basis. If you're told stop it and you do it again, and you're told stop it and you do it again, yeah, you probably need to be canned. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, in my life, it's it's I'm a different, slightly different person off the air than I'm on the air because on the air I don't feel any responsibility for what I as as far as that. If you as far as what I say over the air. I couldn't do a show if I considered how every single person would react to it. No, no. But I, off the air, We're yeah. not even talking about on the air yeah, or anything. Yeah. But uh, how would you respond if some guy at the bank was verbally abusive to your wife on a consistent basis? How would you, Sean? No, it's hard to look for another job. There you go. Well, or, or you would want his, his ass canned. No, she doesn't want to go find another job. It's her job. She well, shouldn't have to because sure. she didn't do anything wrong. What did she do? Right, right. She didn't do I anything mean, wrong. If it was a pattern, then I would say, well, yeah, you need to tell somebody about uh, it. Right. Run his ass off. Right. Because she didn't do anything wrong. Right. She, she shouldn't have to give up her job. All right. Quick break. Uh, we're way behind on time, but that's all right. We had a good conversation, so let's go. <laughs> Let me tell you about Amogee Bank and uh, the great folks over there at Amogee Bank. Your family bank, ready to take care of your family and all of your family's banking needs, whether it's your personal family banking needs, your mortgage, you, know, you need a loan for this, that, or the other. Kiddo's getting ready to go to college. You've got to talk about that, too, and all these things. Amogee can help with all those things, but uh, family-run businesses, man, are especially important to Amogee. When you're in family-run businesses, it's it's got a whole unique vibe and uh, and a totally different atmosphere because you're dealing with family members, and you really need somebody who knows how to be successful in family-run businesses. And, of course, your best friends in that is Amogee Bank. They're your family bank. That's Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. About 85 today, 91 tomorrow. Working group, internal working group, will draw from best practices and communicate those best practices to the operators because the board does not have operational authority. Oh, crap. <laughs> That's uh, my orcas lying over the weekend. Bull crap. Yeah. Uh, one of these days we're going to say the real world, real word. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? Well, we may have to try and see what happens. Nah. Jack has said well, that word before. You can say anything once. <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> Jack said the P word, and he said the S word. Oh, no, no. I don't remember hearing that. Oh, what you, yeah, the yeah. hell you say? I don't yeah. remember that at all. <laughs>
You got tr- <laughs> you, you to trust me. Uh, maybe one day we'll whip it out. Um, let's see here. Uh, the F- Now he's playing this uh, Somebody Watching Me song, mm. I guess, uh, because of my orcas and this whole, right, you know, right. you can't say things. But the FBI, according to the Wall Street Journal this weekend, the FBI snooped on Americans' data at a record pace last year. Mm. Did more snooping on Americans, the FBI. Oh, sure. Looking at your data. Looking at your stuff, man. Who are you? Where are you going? Why are you going there? Right. Huh? What's your business there? Huh? Well, they can huh? scoop it all up with this metadata think, crap yeah. and, uh, and your post. Because you're, you're, you're a white male. Because you're a white male and you're obviously guy. a threat. That's it. You're a white guy. You were born a threat. You're going to die a threat. You're always a threat. You're a racist. You own slaves, don't you? You got them in the I, backyard, don't I'm you? I'm telling you, we're, we're at this place. Uh-huh. Okay, where the government sees the American people as the biggest threat, and the American people should start th- seeing our government but as they the biggest threat. Don't, and we should. Yeah, you're a million percent correct. Yeah, the government of Oregon or the governor of Oregon just passed the Menstrual Dignity Act. Hey, requires all schools, elementary, middle, and high schools, to place period products in all bathrooms, <laughs> girls and boys, with instruction on how to use them. Now, that's wonderful. I got to tell you, man, I was 13. I was 13 once at Kruger Junior High. <laughs> right, right. And had those been in the bathroom, I know what my buds would have done, man. They would have had a good time with those things. Blocked up some toilets, <laughs> oh, perhaps. They probably would have, you know. You know, take them out and used them for other things, other purposes. Could you imagine some dude storming <laughs> Omaha Beach? And you just, right before he hits the beach, you go, someday. Dudes are going to get tampons, too, in America. There's going to be right. tampons in all the men's bathrooms. Because men because have periods. men have periods, too. If you whispered that crap in the guy's head, he would just stay on the boat, man. <laughs> it's done worse than that. Join the other side. You know? I, you know, it's like, I'm, mean, not, I'm not fighting for this. Crazy, crazy. Price of diesel hits an all-time high, straining the trucking industry. Yeah. Uh, Truckers are taking off, man. $5 plus, uh, which means it's twice as it was a year ago. Yeah. And uh, and of course we pay we all pay for it because the trucks can't pay for that. Right. So next time you buy a head of lettuce, it's sixty eight dollars and forty three well, cents for a head of lettuce. The story makes me sad though, because I know a lot of truckers and me they're too. just they're getting out of the business. They can't they can't do a it point anymore. to it, man. And Biden official uh, Samantha Power, man, she is a Samantha Power. Oh man, she's one of them. She's and, one of them. Yeah, she's in the whole cabal of. Of Obama oh, and Susan Rice, right. Valerie Jarrett, fun, Power, fun Powers in there with them. Got yeah. the right last name. Yeah, and she she's with the uh, U.S. Agency for International Development. She's the chief, mm. and she said that the farmers have to now start using manure because they can't get fertilizer. And never let a good crisis go to waste. Saw, We're going to yeah. continue to push this. And because farmers cannot afford fertilizer and they can't afford diesel for their tractors anymore, so you're going to get a food shortage, America, and that's a good thing. We all we need a food shortage in America, says Samantha Power. Well, yeah, right. not that we give a crap what Mark Ruffalo says, but he's been saying the same thing. Ukraine is also a good thing you you know, because it's it. causing uh, it's food shortages. Food shortages and uh, the breadbasket of the world is being hit, and that's a good thing overall for the human race because now we'll have to start using the green technologies and eating differently to preserve the earth. That's what she said. And they're all nuts. Yeah. They're all blanking nuts. They really are. They're obsessed with this crap. Yeah. And, and you know what? I can't stand And they don't it. care that you suffer. Well, they don't care that people suffer because, right. you know what? Nine times out of ten, these people don't. No. They don't have to go without anything, right? Well, you think no. this power chick has to go go without anything? It's like right here on Breitbart right now. Bill Gates wants global surveillance packed to forestall the more fatal coronavirus variants that are coming. Bill Gates. So right. You he's think buying he's, up farmland, right. But you, right, right, exactly. He's the number one owner of farmland in America. But do you, and he wants, you You know he wants a food crisis. Sure. Because he gets to fulfill the need and make all the money. But do you think, he, you're, to your point, that he suffers? No. Do you think that Bill Gates suffers under any lockdowns that come, any, uh, you know, switching to green energy and all that? Do you think it affects no. him? Of course not. Do you think, I, I've said it before, you think Nancy Pelosi is going to go without ice cream? You, you could feed you could feed an entire nation probably with the food they laid out at the correspondence dinner over the weekend with no masks. With, with, well, but these people aren't going to suffer anything. All the all the it's all the little masks. dirty people that need to suffer. The That's greedy right. little rubes that uh, you know eat their steaks mm-hmm. on payday. You know these these are the people that need to suffer. So you know, and Susan uh, Samantha Power saying what she said about farmers can't get fertilizer, so you need to start using manure. Didn't they tell us that methane from manure? Yeah. 
was killing the planet? Well, right. But <laughs> So which is it, Samantha? Look, that science <laughs> trips over itself every generation. That's why they rename the crisis every generation. Which is it, hon? It can't be both, sweetheart. Hey. I'll tell you where the manure is. Coming out your mouth. <laughs> that's that. Coming out your mouth. Uh-huh. So, you know, that's, that's, that's the, the par for the course. So you go know, ahead. That, Oh well, you know I I do bring this up because it's a very uh, it's an, it's a culturally it's big here in San Antonio yeah. and my wife loves chicken on a stick and for Good. several years now when I was able to go because we didn't go last week uh, last year to Cornival yeah right well I don't think they had it I don't know no. if they had it uh, With the last couple of years COVID stuff because of the COVID yeah and the only reason my wife wants to go to Cornival is to get a chicken on a stick because uh-huh. she she. We we've since found out that there are places who'd serve chicken on the stick year round. That's correct. So my wife, we went to there. my wife was feeling like crap all weekend, okay. had some neck problems, uh-huh. but we did manage to go to Cornival yesterday on the free day. Right. No chicken on the stick. What, is that a COVID thing or why? I don't did know. You ask? Just there did you ask? Somebody there was nobody there. Okay. They didn't know. There was no nobody nobody asked? no co- chicken nobody on the So my wife didn't get no chicken well, on I'm the so stick. I'm so sorry, Syria. Sorry well, about I, that, I, I, will, I will bring this up though because I, I, I this is one of those things that I'd say on the radio, but I'd never say to my wife or in in you know in the hallway. Right. We're having a conversation. I don't really get the whole chicken on the stick thing. It's just a chicken cutlet shoved yeah, on the stick cares? with a freaking right. jalapeno. Yeah. Who the hell? It's what just, the hell is it's that? just is an that, interesting is way. The, of doing is, the, it. is the chicken cutlet like magical? Is nope. it is it different? Does Nothing it different about it. Doesn't taste any different than if it was it's on a stick a or not. Freaking it's just a big thing. chicken nugget yeah. on a stick with a jalapeno. You know what happened to me yesterday? So that was yesterday, right? That was yesterday. Yeah. Happened to me yesterday. I got stung in the nipple. You got stung in the nipple? I did. Nancy shoots you with a BB gun? No. No. Hmm? I was helping Cap Sadie pull down some fence. And he cut the fence, and I was going to pick up the pieces of the fence, right? right? And I grabbed this huge section of fence. It's about six foot long. And I grabbed it to pick it up. You know, he man me, and I'm going to take it over and set it down. And as I grabbed it, there was a huge wasp nest up, up underneath the fence. So Has this happened to you before? I'm not in the nipple. <laughs> never happened. I've never been stung in the nipple before, but here it came. Here, I, oh, so you, I'm standing there right. holding that fence, and all of a sudden, man, I feel this burning in my in my right nipple, and I, whoa, hold on a minute, and I thought something fell out of a tree and hit me or something, right? So I run No, I look down. There's a wasp circling right there around your nipple, right? He's right through the shirt, man. Got me right in the yes, in the nipple. Yes, right there. Boom. My first day back, I got to hear about this. Uh, well, did you put ice on your nipple? We're, we're that close. Did you put ice no, on your nipple? Did you no, ice he, your nipple? He, no, it's it's a wasp thing. No big deal. Well, it hurt. Nah, it well, hurts to get stung by a freaking wasp, especially on your nipple. It, it burned, but you know, you know what I thought about immediately? The guy, like you were saying about storming the beaches. What, what am I going to complain about that? Are you kidding? There's well, guy, I think even guys a guy storming the right beach now. to get stung in the nipple by a wasp is going to go out. There's guys hung. <laughs> there's guys, you know, carrying a rucksack over in Iraq right now. You think I'm going to worry about this? Who do I care about this? I don't matter. We, uh, Trey, we had some ointment, put a little ointment, sprayed some Benadryl on it, got <laughs> on little circles, went back. <laughs> exactly right, and went back and. Picked Picked up the fence and hauled the fence off. Knocked the wasps down. The nipple there. Wasps don't scare me, man. They really don't. Right. I so can, you got stung can, in the nipple. and I, How's the nipple today? It's fine. Have you checked it out? Yeah. Is it of course, bigger that's the first it, thing I did when I woke up. Is, is it still it, there? Is, is, it, still it, is it bigger than the other one? Nope. It's no. all perfect. There's nothing happened. It didn't, didn't get out of size. Nothing. Your, your nipple's no fine. No redness. No redness at all. No man, redness no on the nipple. Ah, not a problem. Nipple's fine. What a problem. It's like this guy that died down in Freer, man. They had a rattlesnake roundup down in Freer. And had a guy who's been a rattlesnake dude for like 40 years, and he's handling a rattlesnake this weekend? Well, there's his first mistake. He got bit and died. Yeah. There was a story. uh, Yeah, well, there's a story on Ken's Five a few days ago where uh, these folks, I forget what town they were in, they had an outdoor patio kind of a thingy, and uh, they were watching a game, and they went in during the break, and they came back out, and a freaking rattlesnake had crawled up on there just where they were sitting. I, I ain't afraid of snakes or, or bugs or nothing. I'm only afraid of stuff that can outrun me, yeah, right. like bears and cheetahs. Well, I, I was t- talking this morning on a 5 to 7 with, with snakes. As long as we peaceably coexist, because I don't want them and they don't want me. It's when they decide they want a piece of me that my 38 right. is going to find a piece of them. But this guy, this Joe Martin guy has been doing, that's not the guy who died over the weekend. I don't want to conflate the two. But Joe Martin's been doing snakes over Texas for a long time right. at, the, at the hunting and fishing shows. So I've been seeing him for many, many years. And they literally, Sean, they get in a fenced-off area with several hundred rattlesnakes. And the first thing you notice is the rattlesnakes run from those guys. They go get in the corner to get away from humans. They don't like humans. They don't want to be around you. Right. And then those guys go over and they kick them. 
And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you, boy? You're kicking a rattlesnake. <laughs> a pile of rattlesnakes. Right. But they got to put on the show. So uh, Joe's hands look like they have real bad arthritis. They're right. all gnarled up. And I asked him one time, I said, Joe, you got bad arthritis? Is that what you got? You got bad arthritis? He said, nope. I've been, my babies have bit me 500 times. 500 times. So he's probably got an immunity at this they, point. Doesn't even have to go to the hospital. He gets, right. he gets bitten. He goes, oh, well. So even if one bit him on the nipple, he'd probably be okay. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't right. have told you that story. I'm never going to live that one. Trey's nipple. No, I just no. It's fine. I'm sorry you had to go through that, but <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. It is kind of funny. You put ointment on it. <laughs> Subject of a poem. Uh, <laughs> it'll be a future poem. Trey's nipple. Ode, ode to Trey's nipple. And a wasp bite. Uh. All right, I got to tell you about my friends Chris and Joan Eden, the owners of Safe Showers. Um, today, uh, you know, I just want to talk about some of the really good reasons you ought to call and set up an in-home design consultation and let them show you how easy and affordable a new shower is. First off, that old garden bathtub, wasted space, probably won't use it. You probably haven't used it in years, probably not going to use it again. Second, st- stepping over that tub is dangerous, especially as we all get older. And really, it's ugly. <laughs> It's ugly. So a new shower is going to change that entire look and feel of your bathroom. I want you to call Safe Showers. They aren't some cheap overlay system like you see on TV. They remove your old bathtub right down to the studs, install a new shower with options like glass doors and natural stone styling on the wall panels and designer fixtures, and the list goes on and on. And their April incentive pricing was so popular, well, they're going to hold it over for the next few weeks. So you get $1,000 off your new 